I don't know why they call him chasers. It's not like Cubs can run real fast. Double vodka with hot brownie chasers. He just wanted to watch me eat it. Make it. I can't say that. That's dirty. Chasers will do anything to get into your pants. I love them. Stop it. Stop. 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 <laughs> Stop. Stop. Well, hello and welcome to another Chubbs Gone Wild. This is episode 519, recorded on November 20th, 2023. And I would like to read you a small poem. A, night, a new star lights the night sky. And it will shine forever. Thank you. All right. It's 64 degrees and <laughs> For those not looking at the video, Tom's looking at me as if I suddenly grew an extra head, which I might have. It is 64 degrees and sunny outside the Chubbs Gone Wild remote studios where we had a wind advisory last night. Did you enjoy the wind? It was, uh, well, it blew down one of our um, lamps in the backyard, so I was not oh, happy wow. about that. Um, but you know, um, yeah, it didn't bother me. Uh, we didn't hot tub because it was too cold. Yeah. Uh, well, we, we thankfully, uh, I don't think we had any damage up here except maybe annoying the neighbors with the, the new wind chimes out front. But anyway, it is three days until Thanksgiving, 17 until Hanukkah, 31 until winter solstice, 36 until Christmas slash Yule. And it is 41 until Kwanzaa, 42 until New Year's Day. It's almost the new year where we spend nine months waiting until it's fall again. Anyway, it's also 347 days until Halloween. Oh, don't forget our year-end contest. Uh, Deadline is November 30th, so just 10 days away. And all you have to do is interact with us somehow, and I will look at all those and put them into a random number generator, and I will pick somebody to send something to from us for the holidays. All right. I mean, even if it's just saying Happy Thanksgiving. Absolutely. You know, yeah. we'd like to see how many people we can actually get to respond. So, like like I said, just if you're on Facebook, go to Chubb's. Show's gone wild. Say happy Thanksgiving, guys, or just happy Thanksgiving. You don't have to, you know, we can all be, you know, yeah, we don't have to be the guys. We can just, it's just a general thing. So you're not making any uh, real commitments there. Right. And actually, uh, I had uh, put up a little thing uh, that I'll, I'll pull in right now from the What's in Your Lunchbox asking people to send us pictures of their Thanksgiving dinners. Oh yeah, yeah. That would be a and great. If, not, it, and if it's, it doesn't have to be the whole dinner, your favorite thing. If you don't want to do the whole dinner, just what you thought was the best that you had, that would be good. Right. And I'll make sure and get pictures of of all my stuff because now I've got two Thanksgivings I'm going to. Wow, and usually you don't go to any. Well, That's right. So no, okay. we should stay home and have steaks. So oh, well, that doesn't sound. But we bad. had those last night, so it's becoming passe. 
Mm, yeah. Well, uh, Patreon offers folks a way to support creators and receive rewards not open to the general public, like My Life in Fragments podcast, books, videos, and more. And we want to thank our current patrons, Clint, Nephi, Nick, Eric, Sean, Kingsley, Brother Sinatus, Phoenix Dave, and Moose P. Please visit patreon.com slash Game to find out how you can become a supporter of us and the work that we do for as little as a dollar a month. And now it is time for today's affirmation. Everyone, please take a deep breath and release. I embrace all of life and recognize that we are all one. So, okay. Well, that's nice. I like to embrace certain aspects of life, like maybe... Like your wiener. The Jonas Brothers, you know, things like that. Um, Yeah. Oh, oh, that reminds... No, I'll talk about that later. Okay, uh, so history. November 20th, 1999 marks the first transgender day of remembrance. Uh, honoring the victims of transphobic violence, now an annual observance, the first uh, TDOR is a vigil, is, well, okay, is a vigil commemorating Rita Hester, a 34-year-old African-American trans woman murdered in Boston the previous year. And I remember, uh, I, I remember that because I, I think I was working in the news stuff at that point, but um, I remember my first uh, transgender day of remembrance and it was, it was really moving, really, really moving, but oh my gosh, so many names when they read the names of the, the victims, oh my God, just, it's heartbreaking. All right. Well, let's see if we celebrated some holidays, shall we? Yes. Today is the Transgender Day of Remembrance. Wait, I knew that. Yeah. Okay. Also, it's World Children's Day. Boo. Yeah, no thank you. Uh, African Industrialization Day. Worthy. Uh, beautiful day. Oh, it's a beautiful day. Okay, I celebrated. Uh, Future Teachers of America Day. No, you have to deal with kids usually. No, thank you. But yeah, future teachers, who's going to celebrate that? What, people in school for teaching degrees? That's dumb. Dumb oh, holiday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I come from a family of teachers, actually. So, yeah, I, I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, the future, they're past. Well, and we are the present. Three ghosts together at once. What a beautiful day. Okay. Also, a globalized, globally organized hug a runner day. Yeah, that usually gets you hit. Yeah. Well, especially if they're running too fast. Uh, (laughs) They just start yelling. And it's just, it's ugly. All right. Moving on. Uh, Name your PC day. Well, my my computer. Well, yeah, but you have a Mac, so you can't yeah, participate. His name is Mac. Uh, I name mine Mumu Kachu. I don't believe you. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, oh, it's okay because it's National Absurdity Absurdity Day. Absurdity. Yes, I said that correctly. Oh, also, it's National Peanut Butter Fudge Day. That sounds nice. Um, I'm making fudge this year. I forgot to tell you that. Yeah. Peanut butter fudge? Uh, no. Although I have made peanut butter fudge before, and I've also made the Reese's peanut butter chip fudge before, which was really good. But this what? year I'm going old school. It's just uh, semi-sweet chocolate. You know what Costco has? Everything. Well, true. But they have a box of, I think it was 66 of the little uh, Reese's trees. Oh, that should be outlawed. I would eat them all in probably two days. I'd say two days because I, I, I would at least have one uh, diabetic coma and then wake up and finish. So, okay. All right. Those are the days that we celebrated. Uh, Absurdity Day, totally accomplished. Beautiful day, done. Uh, yeah. And I named my PC. Hmm. Wow. We've never celebrated that many together before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's funny how we don't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, birthdays. Happy birthday, Victoria. Uh, and also Tara and David. Sean. Oh, that's Steve, actor Steve, who played uh, in Paperclip Messiah. He played Father Patrick. Hmm. 2010. Ah. Also, we've got oh Tom. Wait, 2010. But yeah, because we did a revive revival of it when when I came to do the theater. We were going to do the Shakespeare play, the Romeo and Julian or something. God, I don't remember this at all. Yeah, so we did Paperclip Messiah with uh, Steve and. Well, two Steves actually were in the front row, remember? Or and, and the two leads. Yeah. Oh. You were probably like so done with the theater at that point anyway, you just blocked it all out. But that kicked off our year of hell. Anyway. Uh Tom from Tom and Terry. Happy birthday, Tom. You hot thing you. Also, Susan, uh Michael, your dear, dear old friend. Michael. Oh, older on Wednesday, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's in England right now for uh, Thanksgiving. Wow. I wonder how they celebrate there. They don't. What? Yeah. Um, no, he's there for his birthday, oh. which just happens to be the day before Thanksgiving. And uh, so, yeah. No, oh. uh, actually, yeah. The, yeah it's, uh, so, um, but you know what? His birthday also celebrates uh, JFK. Yeah, I was gonna say my my mom's stepsister or somebody uh, from when she was little uh, was like the day that he was killed. It was her birthday, and after that, she felt somehow like it was her fault. Well, Mike was actually. Um, some kids showed up and then their mothers came and picked them up. The other kids, they just called and said, Oh, we can't come. We're too upset. Yeah. And so his birthday party consisted of him. That's so sad. That's great. Yeah. That's scarring, actually. 
it, yeah, that kind of stuff really is scarring. It, and it, we make fun of it, but you know, uh, as as I've been trying to point out to everyone, we don't know what other people's journeys are, so right. we need to not judge them for the dumb shit stuff that they do because it's you know they're doing it for a reason right because i remember uh when okay so when i finally realized like gave up on my father and as a kid and realized you know what he just can't be trusted um i was sitting on a great big bag of dog food by the back door waiting for him to take me to the um the sesame street on ice okay and so for me that's always been a little bit of a scarring kind of painful memory and very like you know uh but when i tell other people that they then kind of you know are like oh well at least you know oh i i something happened i was just sitting on a bag of dog food by the back door waiting for hours I'm like, well, that's really funny, but that's actually kind of a painful memory. <laughs> so, hey. well, I remember th- that happened to Manny too on um, on Modern Family, where he was waiting for his dad to come and take him to Disneyland. Uh, oh and his, yeah, and his dad got a better offer. I think he was in Las Vegas with some strippers, and so uh, Jay and Gloria hired a uh, 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 a car to take them down to Disneyland for the day. And it was, uh, it was very sweet. Yeah. But, and, but, and, told, and told him that his dad sent the car so that they all, so they all could go. Oh, he, see, he that's nice of them to do that. But yeah. So, Cause like, he's a, he's a lying dirt bag. That's what he was. Well, and, and to add salt to the wound is my, my father actually took his girlfriend's kids instead and just never called us or anything so yeah wow uh-huh uh-huh okay, so, so people I just make fun of that memory and i'm like Bitch. For, for today um mike chub hug goes out to you oh thank you because uh nothing hurts more than a rejection like that yeah. from somebody who's supposed to be loving you un- unconditionally mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, finishing up birthdays, we've got uh, Joby, Matt, Evan. Oh, he was in your play trolling. Oh, he was so sweet back then. And, and now he's a uh, he's teaching drama to older folks in San Francisco. That that's true. That that's which true. I think is is great. You know, it's yeah. kind of it's it's almost a uh, uh, you know what say it, it all comes back. Yeah. Uh, the old folks taught him, and now he's teaching the old folks. And trolling, which was about growing older. So right. all these, actually, most of the guys have passed, or we're all older enough, old enough for him to be teaching us. That's true. Yeah. That's just so. <laughs> So, I know, so it, it's pretty, it's pretty weird. It's like rain on your wedding day. Aww. And ironically, nothing in that song was ironic. I know. That's what so was weird, weird, isn't it? But, and yet it, it's ironic. 
All right. Uh, also, a uh, happy birthday to Douglas, Jeff, Kenny, John, John Ewing, another one of our fabulous local actors. Uh, we've got Jake, Jared, uh, Gary Messick. You know what? Mr. Messick there uh, is the narrator for my new audiobook, The Fortune Cookie, which is out now. And you can find that on Audible. Uh, also, Amara, Derek, and Tim. Happy birthday, everybody. That's a lot of birthdays. Okay. And, uh, oh, feedback. Sean wrote in and said, I'm with Matt. Read Taylor Swift. She's fine, but I don't get the obsession some people have with her. I agree. Uh, also, didn't know there's a new South Park special. Thanks, Tom. Yay. Uh, let's see. And Chub Hugs, you did a Chub Hug. And um, I know they're free, but I don't know. There's there's so many. Oh, you know what? Uh, one of our, 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 our friends uh, who's a singer, uh, Xavier Toscano, and uh, or yeah, I think it's Xavier. Um, his mom passed away. And so I'm sending him a huge chub hug out because they had a real special bond. So, okay. Well, let's get, speaking of, let's get into celebrity deaths. Starting with Josh Ackland, who died November 19th at 95. The British actor was known for more than 130 film and television roles, including Lethal Weapon 2, A Hunt for Red October, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, and The Mighty Ducks. Peter Spelos, or Spelos, hmm? uh, best known for his role on NBC's American Dreams, died on the 19th in Indianapolis. He was 69. He guest starred on such shows as Growing Pains, The Wonder Years, Married with Children, Step by Step, and News Radio. <clears throat> Suzanne Shepard, the actress known for playing on-screen Mothers to iconic mob wives in both Goodfellas and The Sopranos died peacefully in New York, November 17th, at the age of 89. Kevin Turin, an Emmy-nominated producer known for his work on HBO's Euphoria and in Ty West's X film series, died November 4, November at, in November at 44. Dex Carvey, the son of comedian Dana Carvey, has died of a drug overdose, his parents announced. Uh, he was 32. Rosalind Carter, who, as first lady, worked tirelessly on behalf of mental health reform and personalized the role of the president's spouse, a professionalized, excuse me, um, died Sunday at the age of 96. Rosalind Carter passed away peacefully with family by her side at her home in Plains, Georgia, the center said in a statement. And I know that this is still affecting you pretty, pretty much. Oh, uh, well, I just, I, I've, I've always been a big fan of the Carters. So, yes. Um, so, you know, it's, it, I mean, believe me, 96 and Jimmy's now 99. They had a really good run. 77 years married. Mm-hmm. Great people. You know, I mean, just, I, I just wish all the presidents, well, actually, I wish all the politicians had the same, I don't know if it's moral or, or just, I mean, Carter just wanted to do 
right. Yeah. Do good. And they just fucked him. And, 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 you know, he just built houses yep. for people, you know, talk about, I mean, I would, I'd love people to have that kind of thing to say about me after I died, that how selfless I was and how. Right. You know, and they, um, they really were, they yeah. really did amazing stuff for people and got, and, and didn't always get the accolades. No, they got a kick in the head. That's what they got. Yeah. Oh, that's a good thing. Carter's building houses because you can't be a president. <laughs> Fuckers. All right. So a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving turns 50. I know. What a horrible, horrible show. You know. I'll be talking about it later. I absolutely love and adore everything Peanuts, but some of the cartoon stuff they did... <laughs> Oof. So yeah. Anyway, uh, can uh, Canadian Dana Carvey is feeling the love and support of his followers after the death of his grown son Dex Carvey. The Wayne's World actor expressed his gratitude in a message Saturday for the support he's received, writing, "This is just to say thank you." Uh, and uh, I believe they held a or they held up a sign um, for them on the last Saturday Night Live saying uh, that they were with them, supported them at the end of the show. Uh, Martha Stewart revealed she's called off hosting a Thanksgiving celebration at her house this year. Nine guests canceled because somebody got sick. So I said, we're not doing Thanksgiving. Plus, I've cooked 14 turkeys already for my TV show, so forget it. Uh, oh, well, here's here's some connected uh, news. Snoop Dogg <laughs> says that he's giving up marijuana, or at least smoking it. After much consideration and conversation with my family, I've decided to give up smoke. The rapper who's real, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, told his 82.5 million followers on Instagram, please respect my privacy at this time. So... And uh, for those of you not watching the video, Tom just took a big old hit of his pot. Well, for Snoop. Yes. In honor. If he can't take the smoke, I will. There you go. And now it's time to find out what Tom's been up to this week. Well, it's um, it's been an odd week for me uh, as far as shows but um let me start uh british bake-off we had um the the theme was party which was i thought was odd but interesting um the first thing that they made was a sausage roll now for us a sausage roll you know what does that mean well basically it's they make up a sausage and then they wrap it in uh you know a dough usually like a a crescent like dough and then they bake it and so um it's almost like the little wieners you know the little the smoky wieners with the wrapped stuff around it but more so like a wellington where you have the wrapped pastry around around your protein and then there's um, lots of you know sauces that go in in between the two anyway it looked really good um sometimes i'm i'm sad that we don't do more meat pies and stuff like the Brits, the Brits do. 
Although some do sound hideous, but uh, I, I, this is the kind of stuff I'd love to try. Uh, and uh, Maddie uh, won Baker of the Week again. So, wow. Yeah. Um, you know, he's really cute. I just wish he had better teeth. See, I'm such a I smell. know that that's, that's something that's a hang up for you. Well, you know, I was watching uh, the Naked Attraction. Oh. Uh, Max, where they, the people are naked, you know, yes. they, the dating show. Well, um, one of the girls goes, you know, uh, she goes, well, you know, I'm British, so I'm, I'm not too worried about the teeth. Uh, uh, um, and so they, cause three of, the, uh, well, five out of the six guys had, you know, really messed up teeth. And, uh, and then the one guy had like, um, gorgeous teeth and they're like where are you from <laughs> anyway so moving on um well since i'm talking about naked, naked attractions uh i was watching an episode where the woman goes well and i'm thinking okay it's a chick so we're gonna see some wieners right and she goes i really like curvy lesbians and I, and i'm like oh no i have to watch this <laughs> and so it was all fat lesbians Oh, nice. With sagging breasts. Some actually had some decent boobs, I guess, you know, as boobs go. Um, uh, you know, I mean, they were, they were heavy girls, big asses. I mean, it was like you and I, you know, being on the show and them going, I like curvy boys and here they are naked. Uh, so it was, I, I, I'm trying to get Brian to watch the show because I think he would just die. Oh, and there was a lot of uh, labia, nice. visual labia. That you could see too. A home poor thing. And you know how I love my roast beef sandwiches. Ah, oh, dear. Sorry. Moving on. Um, let's see. Uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Now, are you caught up on Bachelor in Paradise? Uh, no, I haven't been able to watch any of it because the first four episodes were already gone from Hulu by the time I got over there. Well, damn it! You need to watch whatever. Still watch. Anyway, uh, um, it's finally starting to get more. You know, <laughs> like, well interesting um more you know there there there's a little more deviousness going on you know the i'll you know she's trying to steal my man kind of shit and you know there's more crying and you know the stuff that you want to see on bachelor in paradise right and they're like going somebody's going to be getting married on the beach at the end of this season and it's like who cares who are these people i don't even know who they are um but and and your favorite uh, Brandon, yeah. Uh, no. Um, all the girls love him. Brayden. They love him. Braden, that's right. Yeah. So. Well, you know, that's because most of the women that go on this show are are drawn to. Uh, well, anyway, moving on. I'm not going to say bad things. Okay, so um, uh, we just started season six of True Blood. Oh. And this point, Bill uh, has been possessed by Lilith, who was one of the uh, first vampires, um, and so he's being a real bitch. Um, Andy, he's the sheriff. Uh, he just got his. Uh, he had sex with a fairy in um, in the graveyard, and not a fairy fairy, a real fairy. I mean, a magical fairy, and then uh, got pregnant. And so uh, la the last show we saw, she just delivered four babies. She, they just kept coming out. Jeez. right? And so, 
And so at the end of the episode, because she and she goes, oh, by the way, I'm going now. And Andy goes, you can't leave me with all these kids. And she goes, no, that's your job. Your job is to make sure that they at least half of them stay alive by the time they hit adulthood. And uh, he's like, what am I going to do with four kids? Uh, and, and anyway, so the that morning, uh, that night, he's laying in bed and all of a sudden they're going, dad, dad. And it's like um, they're they're uh, probably like bigger than toddler. I don't know. Like we're talking like four, uh, four or five years old now wow. because the, the fairies grow faster. I guess I so. So um, and then Tara and Pam, Pam is the uh, Pam's the, le- uh, the she's not a lesbian. Pam is the woman who worked with Eric. Uh, at the uh, Fang Fang Bar, what is it? Fang Dango. Oh yeah, yeah. And she's she's always my favorite character on the show. Uh-huh. Absolutely, um, my favorite. Um, she uh, um, and her her she she turned Tara Tara because they asked her to, and Tara's um, Suki's black friend. Yeah. yeah. Um, because she was gonna die, so they had her turn her and. Now Tara's uh, falling in love with Pam. Wow. So there's some Leslie stuff going on there. Interesting. You know, the good stuff. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Mass Singer this week. Uh, the person, it was this giant, I mean, it was like an eight foot tall costume, right? Maybe, maybe not that big, but it was huge. He's the cuddle monster. And uh, it ended up being, he, he got sent home, Meta World Peace. No idea. He's, he's a basketball. He played here in Sacramento. Again. Oh. No idea. Oh my God, you're terrible. Um, Survivor. They did a big uh, reversal backdoor, which was yes. fun. That was fun this week. That was really fun. Well, I'm glad because I wanted. I didn't want Jake to go home because he's my my Survivor boyfriend. Oh, I know, right? I mean, I and of course he just sat there with his mouth hanging open. Like he just could not fucking believe it. But, yeah. yeah. And Kelly, man, it took her a minute because everybody else that's been backdoored or going, everybody's been like, oh my God, good game. Oh, I never saw it going. That was great. Love you guys. And she was all like, I want to tell these bitches to fuck themselves. But she just like, I'm just in shock. <laughs> like, yeah, you were. Um, on Raid the Cage, they had these, it was twins night. So they had, Twin, twin Latinas and twin gay white boys. And oh. yeah, and they, well, they were super skinny. I mean, like uncomfortably skinny. Oh, like uh, Brian's boyfriends. Uh, Brian doesn't have a boyfriend. I know. I like pointing that out. Oh. Um, anyway, <laughs> so, um, and they were just so gay. It was hilarious. You nice. were, um, and, and the, the whole time I kept going, I wonder if they've how many three ways they've had. <laughs> well, come on, people would think that. I, yeah, I mean, I mean, you're you got two gay guys, uh, identical twin gay guys. Actually, they were mirror twins. Oh, that's always interesting. Yeah, and um, so mirror twins, but still, I mean, I I I wanted to like do brothers, you know, but uh, twins would be even more exciting. Oh, that, that's like, I just thing. want to do a comparison. It's a, it's a it's a scientific thing. It's not uh-huh. sexual. It's not kinky at all. I'm sure. 
So anyway, um, um, on uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. These um, awful, awful, horrible people. At the end of their last season, I'm not sure. I think it was the fourth season. At the end of the fourth season, they started doing stylized episodes. And those usually, it's it's usually the last season of the show. Like, remember when Roseanne, the, they got rid of, uh, Dan died, and then they became millionaires, and the show went from being, you know, Lanford, poor people, to being just silly. Yeah. They, and, and, and on uh, Philadelphia, they even had a musical, um, a musical that they did, and it was just, it's it's like all I kept thinking was they must have thought they were going to be canceled. Uh-huh. They were going to get out their creative thoughts, and then and of course now they're back for another uh, ten seasons. After that, I was like, oh well, they really they didn't count that right. right. Yeah. So they just had a season this last summer, a new season. I can't believe it. I mean, that's like seventeen years. Mm, almost that's like a the long time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. I'm watching Follow the House of Ushers on Netflix. It's really, uh, it's really a good show. Really good show. As, as a lot of their, um, a lot of their, uh, limited series are, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, um, when they did Legend of Hell House and they did, um, uh, Midnight Mass, um, just great, great limited series. What was really funny about it was that when you start looking at the cast and you're going, where do I know them from? And you look up and it's like, oh, they were in Haunting of Hell House. Oh, they were on Midnight Mass. They were they were in something that was Netflix. They're like in the Netflix corral. Who's going to be in this show? We'll take yeah. you and you and you. Okay, you're all hired. It's just, it, it just reminded me of the old uh, studio days where they would have the studio players. And right. You would, under contract. Yeah, you could you could work five different movies in a week, you know, at that point. Uh, because everybody everything was filmed underneath one house. So cool. anyway, uh good show. Worth worth watching. It is gory. I know you don't like gore, but it's gory. Um let's see, Scott Pilgrim uh animated just started on Netflix. So if uh you like the old Scott Pilgrim movie, this takes the I mean, it's going to follow the storyline through the movie and then beyond, because I guess there were more stories about that Scott Pilgrim was in, in the graphic novels that they were based on. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, we're going to start watching those soon. I told you about the naked attractions with the lesbians. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, so I saw some, um, comedians this week. I watched a new, uh, new Mateo Lane, um, on on uh, YouTube, uh, I'm sure that it's a compilation of something else, but it came up saying it was new, so I was watching it, and I, I thought it was interesting that he said that he was always surprised that the kids called him. They made fun of the Mateo part of his name when his last name, you know, rhymed with lame, and uh-huh. it just seemed it seemed appropriate. I thought that was funny, um, and that was that was a good show. They're usually shorter, and they're they're you know they're. Yeah. they're Okay. Uh, watched Matt Rafe or Rife. Um, he's new on Netflix as well. He's got a comedy special. And the thing is that I've seen him in little bits and he was funny, but the whole thing just seemed like you're just pretty 
And that's what's getting you through, I think. Right. Yeah. And he, he's talked about how I was the geek, so the pretty is new. But I've always found that he's funny when he's, like, riffing off the audience. But when he's trying to do his own material, it, it for me, it sometimes, most of the time, falls flat. Well, maybe that's what it is. Um, let's see. Um, I saw Adam Carolla here in town on Saturday. And... I was thinking, you know, because, you know, I'd like seeing if especially established when established people come through the punchline here in town. I want to see them like I saw Tiffany Haddish, you know, I saw, you know, Whitney Cummings and uh, Ari Shafir. These are like big top comedians who are doing it the old way where they come in and work five nights at five shows at a, you know, a small thing instead of an amphitheater. Right. So. Um, Adam Carolla was there, and for some reason, I didn't think about. I knew, I mean, I remembered the men's show because that's where I know him from, but I guess I didn't think it was going to be. Hmm? Uh, I, I guess I should have listened to his podcast beforehand and found out what he's doing now because hmm. I know that he was always the more conservative of him and Jimmy Kimmel. Um, but I didn't realize how bad it's gotten. And it's probably not him half as much as it's his audience. The audience was like a clan rally. Um, the, you know, right away he starts in on Biden and they're like, yeah, fuck Biden. You know, the audience is screaming out shit. Uh, um, they, uh, then he tells one racist joke and then, uh, he's going, oh, it's probably too early for racist jokes. Let me move into And they're going, no, racist jokes, racist jokes. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I picked the wrong night to wear pearls to the punchline. Uh-huh. It was it was it was just creepy and it was uncomfortable. And I only saw one couple leave, get up and leave. Um, and it wasn't me, unfortunately. So and it, but the weird thing was the opener. He was doing, he's Jewish. He's doing Jewish jokes. Mm-hmm. They were funny. Uh, the next person that came up, she was um, Egyptian. And so um, she's making those kind of jokes. She's like, well, you know, I'm really, you know, happy about being in America. You know, why wouldn't I be? I can drive a car. Uh, you know, those kind of jokes. Yeah. Right? And it was very funny. The audience was not laughing at either of the Jewish jokes or the Arab jokes. And they were good. Crazy. And, but boy, when Adam Carolla comes out there rolling on the floor with the, um, with the fag jokes and the, uh, you know, the Asian jokes and the black jokes and the women jokes, though they're in hysterics and, you know, anything racist was all right with them. It was horrible. It was horrible, but I'm glad I had the experience. You know what I mean? So you know how to avoid the future. Yeah, I, I uh, that's one do. thing. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I should be more aware of who I'm seeing. All right. Uh, it's funny because every time he said something that you would have been like covering your head, you know, and cr- crawling out so no one would see you. Um, Sean kept looking back at me like, "Are you okay? Are you all right?" <laughs> They were that obviously offensive. Wow. Yeah. Gosh. So anyway, um, something that's not obviously offensive because he's not. Uh, there's a guy on YouTube that um, he's he's a uh, cook. 
Uh, he's done restaurants. He's got a book that just brought out. He does cooking on in the thing. His name is John Kung. And his new book is called Kung Food, which I thought was really clever. That's good. That's good um, yeah. But he's this uh, young Asian guy. Um, and some of the times he's cooking with no shirt on. Not that oh. I find that particularly attractive. Yeah. But uh, he's very funny. He's uh, He talks about how he doesn't um, show his feet on his videos because uh-huh. he's got guys that are trying to, you know, get his feet type thing. You know, ugh, I, I, you know, I hate feet almost as bad as I hate bad teeth. So for me, I understand. Um, but he's and he's got two really cute dogs. One of them in pearls. He's got a pearl necklace on it. Uh. Oh, it's so cute! It's so cute. You would love the show. Anyway, he's he, but he's really funny, and he gives uh, a lot of. Uh, you find out a lot about Asian cooking through him. It's um, it's I I found I found he's really interesting. Does a lot of shorts, too many shorts, mm-hmm. um, but um, I'm really liking him. Uh, and so if you uh, you out there uh, like cooking shows, might give John a chance. I think you'll really like him. Have you ever um, watched Uncle Roger? I'm sorry. Have you ever watched Uncle Roger? He's a, he's an Asian cook who does a lot of shorts, and he oh, yeah, like no, will I, watch I, and critique. Uh, uh, I have watched a, there. There's a, a few out there where they they go, okay, you want to learn how to make general general chef's chicken? You can uh-huh. watch it here. You can watch. This man has made this chicken for his entire life. You know, so uh, you're hearing it from a master, and so I see some of those, hmm. um, but I really want better personality if when i'm watching yeah, and this guy has got great personality too i'll, I'll send you his link. okay please do yeah. um so um uh charlie brown's christmas uh, i mean thanksgiving not christmas Aww. wished it was christmas huh. the thanksgiving one is my least favorite of the holidays yeah just because i mean i don't like the snoopy running around in the uh uh his doghouse through german skies but I like it much better than that horrible, horrible, horrible Thanksgiving episode. It was just so hard to get through. Uh, thank yeah. God I had my, my weed to get me through it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but, you know, Christmas comes and then all's forgiven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also saw two movies. Uh, the first one was Blue Beetle. I think that's the name of it. That's the one where the it's all um, Latinos. Uh, a full Latina, Latina, Latino cast, oh, which is okay. which is nice, uh, very diverse. Um, uh, it's uh, George Lopez is in it. He plays the uncle, and he's he's getting wonderful opportunities in this uh, in the in the show to be just crazy and wild. And and cool. the lady who plays the grandmother is slightly older than I am, but they make her look like she's in her eighties. Uh, just it's a very funny show. Um, good cast, uh, you know, uh, superhero I haven't heard about before. So I'm learning something that uh, was fun. And then I saw speaking of that, I saw uh, Marvel's uh, at the theater and uh, it was, you know, it was like the best Marvel's I've seen in a long, long time. Uh, or the Marvel Marvel movie, I should say, that I've seen a long time. It was funny. 
it was uh written very well uh the editing and the music and everything the, when they're learning that they're interconnected at the one point in the movie the editing and the uh the the sound everything was just it was really great it i you know i tend to lose focus while i'm watching marvel movies you know oh look at that the scene of you know their the background is so beautiful i don't care what they're saying i was completely focused through this whole movie yeah very very and 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 what pisses me off is that it's not doing well because it's got first and it's female led it's all female leads and you know what Uh, and then and and the only white person in the leads is uh, brie brie larson Everybody yeah. else is um, black or Indian or something that's not white. And you know what? I, I thought it was really good, too. And I didn't even, you know, it wasn't even until I left the theater that I realized the diversity of it. Because I've been avoiding spoilers, so I've avoided, like, all of it. Right. And then, and then the thing that gets me that I think is kind of funny is the people that are saying oh, no, it was just bad. It wasn't, you know, it, it had nothing to do with diversity or females. It was just bad. And I'm like, said the white guy. Yeah, you're just <laughs> you wrong. Know? Yeah. You, um, it was, I, I mean, as far as these kind of movies go, it it just had so much. Now, I will say the singing thing for some people was probably kind of over the top and a little dig it out but i just thought it was funny and what Gosh, the way they played how it was like a different language if if you're yeah. just speaking they won't understand you and he, he's bilingual and i was just like this is funny oh and i i know i had told you this before but the music when all the fleur finocking the cats were going into space right just hilarious when they chose that song i just laughed so hard well the whole thing was just i mean i was so such an enjoyable two hours it really was it uh um and i know it's a little over that but it did not feel that way at all um it's i i i just all i keep thinking about is that awful awful ant-man movie that just came out last year yeah that put me to I, I was falling asleep during it this one there was no way i was going to fall asleep and and i'm just saying anybody that's a marvel fan or you like the original captain marvel um or you like ms marvel which was on disney plus uh if you liked any of those give this thing a chance you're going to be shocked i mean i was shocked that it was so good yeah I, I really was just kind of like hoping for a nice popcorn movie and I left going, yeah, this is, this is probably one of my top five. Oh, easily, easily. So, and if you don't like it, that's okay. You don't have to like everything. I mean, I still can't figure out what was so great about Seinfeld. So, and Loki. Ah, uh, I still, I made it through two episodes and just went, nope. Well, and this this season, um, it's it's more focused, and at the same time, I'm less focused. Yeah. And Sean likes it, so we're watching it. But I would I would turn I would not watch anymore if I had the choice. Well, and I made it through. Uh, what was the 
I can't even remember the name of him. The sand, the. the oh, that thing. Isaac. What? Oh, that one. Oh, that was bad. I had to force myself to sit there and watch that just so that I, because I knew it would play into other stuff. Well, I was watching it week by week and it was yeah. like until the last episode, maybe the last two episodes, I was just bored out of my mind and confused. Yeah. And then they have Arrow, which he's not even like a, a superpower. And I was like, this is an awesome show. Uh, oh, and did you like the spoiler at the end? I mean, let's not, but at the very end of the marbles, who came in? Did you stay? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember now what happened. Because we it deliberately stayed. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, well, Arrow. Oh. Not a spoiler for anyone. It was that at the very, very end? Yeah. Oh, I didn't stay for Because it were two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll I'll tell you about that one okay. later. Okay. Um, uh, by the way, by the way, they uh, Disney Plus does have that listed as one of their Christmas movies or their Christmas shows. Oh, good. I, I would. That's something I would sit down and watch with mom. She would love it. Although I'd have to get her through at least through Miss Marvel first. So yeah. Okay. Um, as you got more, or is that? No, that's it. Okay. So, well, we talked a little about Survivor already. Um, but I did catch up on the Golden Bachelor. Where are you at that? Um, I'm still, uh, before the hometowns. Okay. So then we'll wait on that. No, no. Tell me, tell me, cause I don't want to watch it anymore. Oh, okay. I mean, no, no. I mean, uh, I'm just waiting <laughs> to get caught up. Uh, so he, he whittled it down to, uh, he the one it's Teresa to two of them yeah uh I think was it Teresa there was one that we were all expecting he was gonna go with like hope or faith or somebody like the one that you're like that that's the one he should go with and he sent her home and he basically kept the two that you were like are you sure are you sure but yeah so I don't know. But yeah, did, you, did did they bang in the um um I have I haven't watched the um I haven't watched the uh the when they go their private things yet. Um but I've watched the hometowns, which were really nice. And you know the thing about this is I was expecting to kind of roll my eyes through most of it. And there were a few points with some of these ladies, but it's actually been really entertaining and the old gals are funny that I mean when the one just sits there and like says excuse me a moment and just has like this 30 second fart and you know I don't like fart humor and stuff like that really but I was just like oh my god and I was laughing along with the whole and then she's like okay what were we saying um and the way that they talk about you know how this has renewed their faith that you know just because they're in their 60s and 70s that their lives aren't over and now they actually are looking forward to going out and doing more things instead of just sitting there basically sorry to say it this way but waiting to die um it, it actually the show i think really has a good point and did some really good stuff for those that are going to be older and watching it realizing you know you can go have fun and do things and however I don't understand the the every time the guy talks 
I don't I don't know. I mean, the Golden Bachelor seems like a really nice guy, but I don't know. He's maybe just not my type. And it has nothing to do with his age. He just, when I listen to him, I'm just like, I don't know about you, sir. Anyway, um, I would, if you're not getting anything out of it, I'll just tell you how it ends when it ends. Don't worry about watching it. But the episode, especially the 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 reunion episode, watch that one. Did you watch that one? No. Watch that one. You don't have to watch anything else, but watch that one. Okay. Uh, moving into, I, I think that's all that we've done so far together. Um, so moving into my week, uh, I've been watching The Amazing Race, and it's been really fun. Um, but <laughs> you, the the drama team is the dad and the daughter, and the daughter is so high strung. They're trying to make drama out of the other teams, and it's just not happening. I, I I am actually fine for the first time watching the show. I'm fine with anybody who wins. I'm fine with. Um, usually, I have a, a couple of favorites. And my favorite on this one, actually, I will say, is right now is probably the, the cute guy with the deaf dad. Uh, I would root for them above the other teams, but I'm also okay with the other teams. They're all just kind of nice people sometimes yelling at each other uh and then uh hell's kitchen season 22 um right now i am rooting for the guy with dreadlocks because he seems like he can uh when you're looking for a head chef who can handle pressure especially in a place like you know las vegas or nevada las nevada or wherever the hell you are uh, he seems like the one and then the irish guy those two are the ones that I kind of predict the winner. I don't see any of the, well, there's one female that's a kind of a female uh, chef that's kind of pulling ahead, but for the most part, everybody just seems like fodder to go home. And those two are the ones that stand out. And then there's the weird guy. So there you go. Um, other than that, I watched, let's see, I watched, uh, three movies and Tom is not here. So I was going to discuss them with him, but he's, he's off doing, doing things. So, oh, there he is. Hello. Um, I watched planes, trains, and automobiles. Um, uh, that was, uh, the movie that was on the new matinee minutia podcast over on, well, at matinee minutia. Um, so Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, it's a Thanksgiving movie. And Steve Martin, John Candy, the brilliant John Candy, who left us far too soon, um, and uh, and the cast of others that we all recognize. I mean, it was star-studded cast. It had Kevin Bacon, Edie McClurg, who is just genius in everything. Um, but I hated this movie when I first watched it. Watched it. I just I didn't ever want to watch it again. Watched it now. And I won't say that I absolutely love it, but it was actually a really nice, pleasant movie, especially for Thanksgiving. And I forgot how amazingly cute Steve Martin was. I mean, I just like whenever he came on this, the scenes, I was just staring hopelessly. He was so beautiful. Uh, and then I watched Bachelor Party, which a friend 
found for me, which I was very, very thankful. And so um, watching that, and I'm expecting it to be one of those 80s movies where you go back and, you know, you go back and you watch it and you go, oh, I kind of wish that I hadn't gone back and watched that because it just, especially the way times have changed uh, with, um, you know, like misogyny and all that stuff. I was like, this is just going to be a horrible movie. And it wasn't. Not only was it not, but it was really fun and actually made me smile and laugh. Um, and I forgot how incredibly cute Tom Hanks was. These guys were just so adorable, and I just had no idea, you know. Um, if you want a silly movie to watch, not pay attention to, and you don't mind a bunch of boobies, go pick it up. It's a good one. And then finally, I watched Revenge of the Nerds, which was another one that couldn't be found uh, unless you bought the DVD. So I managed to have someone share it with me. Um, and again, I thought, I don't know if this is going to hold up, but it did. It was really fun. Um, so it, it's nice to watch 80s movies and not cringe at them. So there's just fun. Um so I encourage you to go enjoy and enjoy them if uh, you're so inclined. All right. So let's, that's, that's kind of my week. I don't think I had too much else going on. Um, but let's go ahead and jump into advice. Miss Manners. <clears throat> I have a cousin who calls me almost weekly to invite me over to dinner during the upcoming weekend. But nine times out of ten, the invitation gets rescinded or canceled. After I accept, she says she'll call me in a week to confirm in case she gets busy. I don't understand the need to confirm, since I've already accepted and she's the one inviting me. Well, usually she'll call on the day of the dinner and give some excuse. She and her husband are tired from the late party the night before. Her daughter is having a bad day and doesn't feel like company. They had a busy day and won't have time to cook. Or they invited several other couples over and there won't be room for me. Sometimes there is just no excuse. Sorry, it doesn't work for us. Often she'll ask me to come over the night, the next night instead. And most of the time that's canceled too. Once when I was five minutes from their house after a 45 minute drive there. The invitations keep coming but now with a tinge of annoyance. What would you do? I don't know. I, I... Let me tell you, every fucking week this happened, you'd probably get three chances with me and I'd be like, sorry, I'm busy. No. Yeah, I mean, uh, I. It's she sounds like she's a, being a bitch, but maybe for reason? It's it's kind of hard to, especially when you read it the way you do, mean not to hate her, <laughs> and uh, um, and then and then it's like, I I understand the situation, but you're still a bitch. Okay, I'm done. My my thing seriously, like I just said, about the third time that happened, I'd be like, nope, not putting my energy out there. Yeah. Anyway. Gentle reader, if the annoyance becomes more than a tinge and you get asked outright about your absences, Miss Manners suggests you say, I miss seeing you, 
but I always feel like such such a burden when you have to make last minute cancellations. Once your schedule calms down and you feel certain you can make a commitment, please do let me know. And if you once again get hoodwinked, at least you'll have been sufficiently warned. See, now you even make Miss Mathers sound like a bitch. Well, Miss Manners is supposed to sound uppity. I always picture Miss Manners a little bit like Lady Thistledown. Yeah, but... But nicer. Well, happier, yeah. nicer. Kind of Maggie Smithish. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, Chubbs, would you rather cook or order in? I mean, that's really general. I, I would rather cook. Yeah? Because there's not that many places I want to order in from. Um. Yeah. I'd rather order in or go out, but order in is fine. Yeah. All right. Hey, Chubbs, if you could change your relationship with a family member, would you? If so, with whom? No. Hmm. Well, I do have that one family member who I was really close to for a long time who stopped communicating Moved away, didn't tell anybody. I would change my relationship with them. But I'm not sure how. Whether I would be a complete diva and be like, look, bitch! Or whether I'd want to make it better. I don't know. Moving on. Send, oh, uh, So, uh, yeah, okay, wait, wait, oh, there we go. Uh, what's in your lunchbox? Mr. Moose wrote in and sent some amazing things, starting with low calorie continues, shrimp and lobster sauce. Don't know why they call it lobster sauce. Doesn't taste like lobster. I know, uh, because it's supposed to go on lobster. That's why. Oh, I had no idea myself. I know, it's terrible when they name some of this stuff because you're thinking, this doesn't taste like lobster because because they used to I remember it um you know with Chinese food and you go uh you know it's shrimp with lobster sauce and you're going what is where's the lobster I mean how's it lobster sauce but oh my god look at that that looks so good it does it really does uh next up wanted something low calorie yes there we go uh, trying to lose a few pounds before Thanksgiving. Ordered pepper steak, no onions. My app says it's low calorie. Tasted good. It looks good. Looks I, good. I, I like my peppers cut a little smaller than that, but. Well, you know, those but, are probably smaller than you think. And uh, where's, yeah. the, where's the, uh, why, why the onions? Hmm. No Should onions. I, yeah. Yeah. I've never heard him say no onions before. Mm. Uh, okay, he's trying to lose some weight, and then picture three comes up. I shouldn't, but wanted a little chocolate cake. Chocolate. Oh, little cake. Chocolate. Yeah. That is a beautiful piece. And I love when they have a little bit of whipped cream on cake like that. Um, Thanksgiving week, wanted to get a little head. Baked bread, and will freeze, then thaw on the big day. This is right out of the oven. Huh. Big temptation to cut a hunk and eat with butter and jam. This is the first bread I made with milk instead of water. 
it seems a little denser than I expected. It looks beautiful. I mean, I, I, I would love a loaf. Yeah. I bet this, they have smelled extraordinary. Yes. Yeah. Ah. And this year I'm going to do my, my dressing, um, my dressing in the cupcake. I do them in a cupcake thing. So they're individuals. It yeah. works out really well. And uh, the best part is that after you're done, you can just put them all into whatever you have left over. You put in a Ziploc bag and throw in the refrigerator so you don't have any pans to clean. It's just fantastic. You know, I tried it last year and my stuffing was just too dry. It just didn't it didn't come together. But it's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, thank you so much, Mr. Moose, for sending us in. And a reminder, send us your Thanksgiving dinner picks. Everybody. Yes. Uh, Golden Rule Services want you to know about an important tool in preventing you from contracting HIV. PrEP is a medication proven to be 99% effective when preventing HIV infection. To learn more about PrEP, visit sacgrs.org. Find Tom's other podcast on swannerandjud.com. Find Matt's books at justkissetheguy.com. Find all our links at allmylinks.com slash chubs gone wild. And Give us a call at 408-69-chubs. <laughs> I don't know which numbers are the, the gobble gobble there. Uh, then just ignore those. Okay. Uh, well, thank you so much. We hope you have an amazing Thanksgiving. And uh, we look forward to talking to you in a week when it's the beginning of the Christmas season. Yay. All right. We Bye. love you. Bye. A network of inclusion. Univospods.net. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. This has been a, for fuck's sake, production.